Hello and welcome to WOW, the positive podcast, showing kids that there's a lot more to the world news than bad news. I'm Alistair, and as a journalist, I've often written about things going wrong. People also need to know that things go right, don't they? To know that we can change the world for the better. This week, we're continuing our summer of peace with the third of our profiles of great peacemakers. Remember that with Jane Goodall's Roots and Shoots movement for young people, we're preparing to mark the International Day of Peace on September the 21st. Now, you know, there's good news in our world that you don't often hear. You hear a lot about people arguing, fighting, having wars even. In actual fact, what's not in the newspapers is that there's a lot less fighting and violence around the world now than there was in the past. Now, we've talked about Nelson Mandela's childhood and how that taught him lots of things that helped him bring peace to South Africa. Last time, we had how Marshall Rosenberg turned a boy who'd spent fighting in the playground into a new way of talking to each other that takes the heat out of arguments. This week, let me tell you about somebody who's helping people make peace with nature. Yeah, that's right. Let's hear about the famous naturalist Jane Goodall. She heads the organisation that we've partnered with at WOW to bring you this summer of peace. So, let's go and meet Jane, shall we? Jane Goodall was five when she decided that she just had to know where eggs came from. She knew they came from hens, but how? So she toddled off to the hen house. She crawled inside. The hens clucked a bit, but they soon got used to the quiet little girl in the corner. Jane watched. Hours passed. Jane still watched. Finally, a hen laid an egg. So that's where they come from. She ran back to her house to tell her mum. Her mum was actually quite cross. She'd been looking for Jane for hours, terribly worried that something had happened to her. She saw how excited Jane was about her discovery, and so her mum sat down to listen to her. People have been listening to Jane's tales of the natural world ever since, for more than 80 years. Jane grew up loving animals. When she was still a baby, her father gave her a toy chimpanzee. Wow. She took him everywhere with her. Little did her dad know how important chimps would be in Jane's life. When she was a child growing up in England, Jane also loved dogs and horses. She said her dog Rusty was her first great teacher because he taught her that animals have feelings and emotions like people. Jane dreamed of going to Africa to study animals. But when she left school, she had to get a job. Then, one day, amazingly, a friend invited her to visit her parents' house in Africa. 
Jane said, yes. Even though in those days it was a really long journey. Two or three weeks in the ship. And she had to work for nearly a year to save the money to go. When she got to Africa, she met a famous scientist. And he asked her to come and help him study chimpanzees, some of mankind's closest relatives. It was a dream come true for Jane. So, how do you think she went about trying to find out how the chimpanzees lived? Well, she went to live with them, of course. Just like those hens in the hen house when she was little, when she hid in and watched them laying an egg, the chimps, they were a bit bothered at first. They tried to keep away from her. But Jane watched and waited. She later said this, I wanted to learn things that no one else knew. Uncover secrets through patient observation. I wanted to come as close to talking to animals as I could. And Jane did learn things that no one else knew. One day she saw a chimpanzee called David Greybeard do something really special. Something that scientists thought only we humans did. Thanks to Jane, David the chimpanzee helped change the way we think of our place on planet Earth. David Greybeard yanked a thin branch from a tree. He stripped the leaves off and then he stuck the stick into a termite mound. That's a nest of termites, an insect a bit like an ant. Then David pulled his stick back out. There were termites clinging onto it and he licked them off. Yum! Because termites are a really tasty treat for chimpanzees. Jane realised that David had just made a tool. Until then, scientists thought that we humans were totally unique, one of a kind, because only we made tools to help us do things. Jane told the scientists they were wrong. Quite a lot of stuffy old men didn't much like being told they were wrong by this young woman who hadn't even been to university. Well, I didn't care. At least I didn't think I did. Because, you know, I, I was studying these chimpanzees and if people thought I did it wrong, well, let them go and do it differently, but let me do it my way. But she was right. The lesson? Humans are special. But we're not so special. We share our planet with billions of living creatures and plants who have just as much right to the planet as we do. Jane went on to discover how much danger the chimpanzees and other wildlife are in from humans chopping down forests, building more and more machines, making the land and sea dirtier and dirtier. She now warns people to treat our shared planet with more respect. Each little species may seem insignificant, but it has a role to play in this great tapestry of life. And she helps people see that our selfishness is hurting us too. For example, from things like the coronavirus. Remember, we spoke about that on this podcast just a few months ago. The United Nations, the club for the world's governments, made Jane one of its messengers of peace. For our own good, she says, 
we must make peace with nature. Jane also shows young people that there are solutions. We can all make a difference. Her organisation for children, Roots and Shoots, is getting ready to celebrate the International Day of Peace on September 21st. And we at WOW will be joining them. I hope that together we can make the world a better place. So please join us and do your bit. Until then, we hope you've enjoyed our short summer series on peace and peacemakers. And let me leave you with our summer challenge. Listen to this. Now, what do you think that is? Have a listen to another version of the same thing. So, any guesses what those sounds are? Well, bravo if you spotted that those are the calls that chimpanzees make when they're telling other chimpanzees where they are. It's like me shouting in the forest, Hello, it's Alistair here! Chimps in a family can recognise each other's voices. Hang on, why did I play two chimps, hmm? Well, that's the catch. I didn't. The first sounds were actually Jane Goodall herself. She learned the chimp language when she was living with them. And now she wants to teach you. Yeah, that's right. So here's a quick listen again. That was Jane. Now it's your turn. Come on, after me. That feels good to get something off my chest. Now, how's your chimp language? Go on, do it again. Well, if you've enjoyed learning about Jane Goodall, do tell a friend. We'll be back at the start of September for a new school year packed with solutions. Meanwhile, you can catch up on all our stories and all our podcasts at our website. What is it again? wow-news.eu I'm Alistair, wishing you a peaceful end of summer.